Welcome back, everybody, to Go Help Yourself. This is a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm turning my face away from my computer screen so I can't see Lisa, my amazing co-host, trolling me. No, unsubscribe. (laughs) This is the podcast where, oh, hi, I'm Misty. You said Misty that. Misty Stinnett. Did I? Yeah. Pandemic brain. <laughs> this is the podcast where we read and review a popular self-help book on Fridays. We give you the highs, the lows, the boogies, the woogies, the nookies, and the crannies. <laughs> Go to bed. And then that's not today. No, this is Tuesday. This is a mini-sode. It's your shorter, sweeter, nobody wants to hear us talk for that long episode on Tuesdays where listen to you forever Misty and you will and you already have (laughs) this is like our what is this our 99th mini-sode we're bananas I mean it's insane it's absolutely crazy but this is where we delve into anything and everything that's not a self-help book so sometimes it's articles thought-provoking questions guests We've got some fun holiday episodes coming up for you, not to spoil anything, but you get it. It's the uh, lab to the lecture, as Lisa likes to say, or the lab to your lecture. So welcome. We're so glad you're here. Friendly reminder, if you haven't already, little housekeeping, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast or do one of those three things. I'm going to add one. (laughs) Rate, review, subscribe, and recommend. Tell someone about (gasps) us. Ooh, you know, and so good they can't ignore you. I almost said Mark Manson, but it's Cal Newport. That's right. Cal, the correct author, Cal Newport, says you have to make a product that that is remarkable so that people actually remark about it. Like, that's oh, what it means to be remarkable. Okay. So please remark to your friends. Thank you so much. Lisa, I mm-hmm. assigned you homework you for did. the last book, Man's Search for Meaning, and I asked you to reflect on... You're suffering because you guys, just a little light material for you. We're (laughs) reflecting on our suffering and how that adds meaning to our lives. So just curious uh, how that was for you. I had so much suffering to reflect on, Misty. It was hard to choose just one. I thought about two things in particular, both around therapy. Uh, I'll just briefly describe them. The first was how when I started individual therapy, I started finding my voice and whenever people go through therapy, they find this, that suddenly their friendships and relationships begin to change. Oh, yeah. And you lose some mm-hmm. friends. And that you was, learn to set boundaries yeah, or you, yeah. you grow out of them sometimes. Yeah. And that yeah. was painful because I felt like here I am doing this thing to better myself and I'm being punished for it. Oh, but over God, time, that's hard. Yeah. But over time, I think I really was able to reflect and reframe and view it as a way like you said, like growing out of them and realizing that they no longer suited me as friends. Mm-hmm. They couldn't so play at my level. Yeah. Right, right. So it's kind of like a snake shedding its skin so that it can grow. Why I got to be a snake? I, I couldn't think of anything else. That <laughs> You're skin. absolutely right. So there's that. And then I also thought about in group therapy where it was so difficult for me. There was a period of like six months where I literally could not share about myself. It was so terrifying and frightening and painful. And I could show up for other people, but I could not do it for myself. But what I will say is that over time, I was able to really 
learn because I tolerated people's anger about that. You know, like I kind of had to tolerate their anger and it, it really built intimacy in a new way. And that was really helpful. I needed that. I needed that like in pushing them away and not feeling safe and to mm. still keep coming back and them to still keep coming back and in, in order to me, for me eventually, eventually to feel comfortable. Right. Yeah. So it allowed you to show up for yourself in a deeper way. And ultimately it sounds like got you to both of those experience to maybe a better place of well-being and surrounded by people who could support you better than maybe those when you first started out. Yeah, I will say like my friend group is some of the most supportive, incredible women in the world and and men, and I'm so grateful. Yeah, and I've met a few of them and they are all stellar human beings. Yeah, so so I feel like I had to go through those challenging times in order to mm -hmm. now have this really steady support structure. I have a I have a question. Is mm-hmm. there any meaningful growth that happens that feels great? Erections? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for on. that. Lisa Linky, everybody. Let's move on. <laughs> Missy, I have a je provoke for you. Oh, we haven't me. done a je provoke in a minute. I know, I'm really can excited. You, can you set... Any new listeners up for what a je provoke is? So it's a, it's a term I use that is not real at all. We have a thought-provoking question every now and then mm-hmm. on a weekly beef. And it's one of us brings a question to the other one who has never heard it before. And then we both mm-hmm. kind of talk about it briefly. But I lovingly call them je provokes because uh, yeah, I'm dramatic. Like, je provoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Which in French means I provoke. Yeah, <laughs> if it, yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but it sounds like it does. Yeah, Misty. and these, by the way, these always make uh-huh. me really nervous because I know. we haven't prepared and I don't know what you're going to ask. And So if it's too nerve-wracking or it feels too much, we can banter it back and forth together rather than you going and me going because I also oh, really God. haven't thought Does about Does that this. mean it's an extra intense question? Well, I don't know. Misty. Oh, lay it on me. Yeah. What do you think self-help of the future will look like? Oh, we will all have virtual assistants in the form of a hologram, but they're tactile somehow. And like, hopefully mine will just have, instead of hands, two Theraguns to massage me. I guess that's self-care. Oh man. Okay. Great question. Here, Here's what I hope. Yeah. I hope that there are some kinds of mental health or self-development standards, like standardized in education starting in like preschool. Yeah. And because I think an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Mm-hmm. And I think so much of what our generation is doing is trying to unlearn a lot of the things, some damaging things we were taught, you know, yeah. when we were yeah. younger, whether that's like Growth mindset versus fixed mindset, or you have to conform, or your opinions don't matter, or, or women what should are be small. These emotions. Can I name emotions that I'm feeling? I could not even. Nobody had even asked me to identify emotions, or th- or somatically three points of tension in my body. Yeah, you know, yeah. until I was like 25. Yeah, and so and and I am seeing a shift in that. You know, Heather, my my older sister, has worked in a few really specialized schools, like you know, charter schools and really they are filled with wealthy 
kids, you know, or they're supported by that. So this is not something that I'm seeing widespread in public Mm -hmm. schools, but I really hope that they're, that everything is destigmatized, you know, around the mental health conversation. And we really help people lean into and manage and sit and be present with their negative emotions. Because right now it feels like so much of what we're doing are treating symptoms Mm -hmm. of what has Mm -hmm. been at the root of why we're trying, why we don't feel like we're enough or why we feel like we have to be perfect. Yeah. You know? So I really hope that we treat the cause and, you know, dismantle capitalism and white supremacy. Thank you. Thank you. What do you think, Lisa? I love that. I love the idea of like regulations or at least some sort of stipulation or accreditation. Like this book is written by somebody with degrees or qualifications in what they're talking about. Like should self-help be regulated, which we've talked about. Right. Or like, yeah. Something like that. Or like this is a, this, you know, an FDA warning (laughs) or something like that. I also would love, I'm thinking particularly right now, like what I would love is in one of these recovery packages for Corona is that they provide mental health for first responders because I feel like they need it. And I wish that that were, and then I wish that would kind of roll over into just part of the normal work experience, especially under high stress jobs, you know, that like mental health is just part of the requirement. There's no stigma to it. And if it's part of work and it's to be gainfully employed, you also have to do this, that it's no longer Like in the same way you have to recertify for like sexual harassment training or like, you know, medical officers do after they have engaged in like a shooting or something like that. But I think we definitely need it for pilots, for any kind of, you know. EMS workers. I mean, my look, my dad was a paramedic for 22 years. And I don't think this needs a trigger warning, but this is going to be a serious comment. He and most of his friends were dead by age 55. It's and they the were stress. paid hazard pay, yeah. right? Because literally there is extra pay built in because they go, this is such a high stress job. Yeah. You are likely to have extra health problems, but like it's not money doesn't fix it. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. if yeah. Yeah, so and and it's like I would I love what you're saying and it's almost like no child left behind mm-hmm. is what I'm saying, but for mental health. And, and you are saying like no essential worker left behind. Yes, no essential yeah. worker left behind. And I, I think there will be a larger gathering of men into self-help, into I more so. woo-woo and less like can't hurt me bullshit. That's my thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, so yes, because as we learned from the stunning book, For the Love of Men, parts one and two on Change Why, we'll put mm-hmm. the links by Liz Blank in show notes. We really do need a men's movement. Yeah. And we need to, yeah, shift from toxic masculinity into wholeheartedness for everybody. Because men are dealing with a lot and- their reaction to that presser. We need a male or male presenting Brene Brown. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I feel like James Clear is kind of, because he's really like even keeled and scientific, but, he's but he is not. On he's habits. focused on science and habits. Yeah, as opposed to like emotional. But yeah, because if you, if we f- fix the root causes of the pressure men are under, 
it actually fixes a lot of women's issues or helps move them forward. For sure. You, you know, so, Yay. man, this is, listen. This that was a fun self-help. That was great. And we could spend a whole lot of time talking <laughs> about this. But yeah, I just hope that everybody, that it's more generally accepted that everybody can show up exactly who they are in whatever moment they're in and we don't shun them. Like you know, maybe we hold space for that. self-help book purchase is covered under your... I don't have one because I'm self-employed, but what's that like? You you put money away at the beginning of the year for... Or your health savings account? Yeah, your like HSA. Like your federal health yeah. savings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's great. So I think with everything that's happened in 2020, I do think the mental health, like we're all able to hold space a little bit more. Like I was up watching the sunset the other day at this overlook in a park and this woman was Ugly crying. I mean, like, <laughs> ugly, like, like wailing. I mean, because I'm an ugly crier, and it is like your whole face is crushed up. You're red. You're wailing. You can't stop. It's this really guttural thing. Everybody there watching the sunset, just you could feel us all just kind of nod and be like, we get it. Let it out. You know? And like that, I was like, I don't think this, there wouldn't have been a group of 20 strangers who was comfortable with that before, you I know? Mean, maybe in California, definitely not everywhere else, but for sure yeah. now, yeah. yeah. Like great. if someone's breaking down in the grocery store, I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. I get Feel it. it. I get yeah. it. Can you move your Thank car you, aside, Lisa. please, so I can have six feet of space? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, can you please put your mask back on while yes. you're ugly crying? Thank you, because your nose is running. I love uh, you, Misty. I love you, Lisa. We love you. We love you, All listeners. All of our tiny pocket friends. Yeah. Yes. May your self-help present and future be abundant. Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.